Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. Well, today I want to tell you about something that happened to me yesterday that I wasn't, I didn't think I'd be sharing with you, but the the Holy Spirit prompted me with this memory this morning. So yesterday I, um, I had a long day. I was very sleepy. I hadn't slept well. There was a dog situation in our bed (laughs) and, but I was very tired, but my goodness was a having a good Holy Spirit in hair day. You know what I mean? Like you ever had one of those days where you're like, man, I can hear the Holy Spirit. I don't want to ruin this. I don't want to eat the wrong thing. I don't want to sleep anymore. And my hair looks so good. And it's almost like God had planned it that way. He's like, girl, get out in the world because this combination. (laughs) Oh, but anyhow, I came home from running errands and taking the kids everywhere and grocery shopping and all the things. And I was exhausted. And I, but I didn't want to go to sleep. So I sat down and my husband and I were like, let's find a good movie to watch. And everything on demand was horrible, horrible. I mean, everything had a killer, had a knife, had, had just things that just, no. And so I went to Netflix and I just typed in Christian movies and I found something that I didn't I don't know. I I don't even know the name of it, but it was, I thought it was a movie. It turned out to just be like a 20 minute short. And so I act, I accidentally watched for about a good 15 minutes. I accidentally watched a little documentary on a violin maker. Okay. Just hang with me. I promise it's going to go somewhere. And, you know, I thought it was this big movie about like being on the master's table. I think that's what it was called. The master's table. And it was about a violin maker. And, you know, I was a little bit captivated. I mean, I don't know if you know this about me, but, you know, I have a violin and I once took lessons or, well, you know, let me correct it. I once took a lesson, (laughs) but, you know, just in my heart, I love the violin and I thought I would play the violin and God made it very clear to me that, you know, that's not the season I was in with my motherhood. Anyhow. So there I sat and I watched this old man and, you know, this master woodworker, if you will. I watched this old man take this large piece of wood and cut it down and sculpt it. And it seemed like it took, wow, excuse me. It seemed like it took more time than really I ever thought would be required to make a violin. Like I thought most violins are probably, they probably are. They're most, most violins these days are probably mass produced. But this man took this large piece of wood and cut it and chopped it and moved it. And the camera was just so close, focusing on all the effort that he was putting into chiseling down, like with these old tools, this piece of wood and whittling it and cutting every single piece out of absolute obscurity, like out of nothing, he shaped it. And then he clamped it and he bent it and he sanded it forever. Like I couldn't believe the amount of sanding and reshaping it and smoothing out all of the edges. 
And then he began to cut out strips and add to it all of these layers, shaping the layers to the big hunk of wood, you know, and, and bending the layers to the shape of the violin. And then just spent so much more time gluing and reforming and sanding and clamping and defining it. And I just, I was in awe. Like I was totally captivated. Like I'm like, this isn't what I thought it was, but I was captivated until it finally began to resemble a violin. And then slowly, meticulously, he took what was like, to me as somebody who loves painting, he dipped a paintbrush into this really wet stain and liberally just started like meticulously painting every nook and cranny of this shape of a violin hunk of wood. He started like wetly painting all of this stain on it, stain on it, applying all of this stain. And the wood wasn't really even pretty until all the wet stain was poured all over it, dripping into like, you know, every single nook and crevice of this piece of wood. And the, and it, was um <coughs> excuse me it took a long time before like he could like let it dry before the at before like it could be dry enough for the hardware to be added and the strings to be added then finally the strings were strung like after everything after he confirmed that it was all dry and ready for the strings and there it sat on his work on his workbench and it started to resemble a violin, like a beautiful handmade work of art. And it, it occurred to me in that moment, like it was not mass produced. And it took what looked like so much effort and so much time to make this violin. And suddenly, you know, this master sculptor, this violin maker came back into the room you know, and this is a documentary. So artistically, the camera was focused on like every detail and like just the painstakingly profound effort that this master woodworker went to, to shape this block of wood into this violin. And so finally he came back in, this violin maker came back in with a bow and he placed that violin up on his shoulder under his chin and he began to play it. And it made the most beautiful sound. I mean, you're probably like me. You love the sound of a violin, just the beauty of it. Never even thinking about like what goes into making it, but just the beauty of it. And I heard the Holy Spirit whisper to my heart in that moment. Hey there, just a quick commercial break to share some exciting news with you. If you are a Christian woman who has been struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to take your food thoughts captive and to make them obedient to God's word, then I have great news for you. When I couldn't lose weight, I didn't know it at the onset of my journey, but I didn't have a weight loss problem, but rather I had a thinking problem. I was so stuck on all of my food stories. I was weak in my flesh and I easily gave into every temptation. No diet could change me, at least not for good. That is until God. God's word changed me from the inside out. And now to help seekers like yourself to step into lasting transformation from the, from the inside out the same way that I transformed, 
I have now published my first book. It's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss Workbook. It's a companion guide of journaling prompts available now on Amazon.com. It is, think of it as having me, Sherry Capilla, Christian Life Coach, in your pocket. It's a collection, a hundred day collection of my infamous Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss journaling prompts. If you're ready to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to be transformed by from the inside out by the renewing of your mind, then I encourage you to get your copy today on Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the Seeker's Method to use this journaling workbook. This journaling workbook could be the very thing that you need to step into God's will for your life, even in weight loss. I I heard the Holy Spirit whisper in that moment to my heart, that's what God is doing to you, Sherry. From your old shape, from your old shape, he is making something new. He is sculpting you to be shaped into an instrument for his use. Ladies, I wasn't preparing to share that with you this morning. I just thought it was a way that the Holy Spirit ministered to me that God used this seemingly mundane documentary on the master's table of how a piece of wood goes from being a piece of wood to a violin. It's how God used this mundane documentary to show me that he was using me for a purpose and I want you to know the same thing let God this is my message for you let God shape you you are not mass produced you are being prepared meticulously for a purpose you are being prepared to go out and make disciples to witness to Be a witness. You cannot be a witness without your life being changed from the inside out. You are being strengthened with with all of the courage that you need for the long road ahead of you. God cannot mold you into his masterpiece without all of the chiseling, without cutting away the old pieces You know, all of the old pieces that don't fit the image that he is shaping you into. To get you to stop conforming, to get you to stop conforming to your old shape and patterns and grooves that keep your edges from being smoothed out, he must sand and shape you. And there's nothing about that process that is quick or easy. And nothing about the sanding work is pretty. And this means going through seasons of constant working where you don't yet resemble his finished work. And that is okay. That's totally okay. I've been there. I'm here to tell you to just endure it, withstand it, because he's doing something profound on the inside before anything profound will be visible on the outside. Remember, as all of this sculpting goes on, you're not done yet. You're not the you that you are meant to become yet. So stay in the master's room. Stay on the master's table. Remain on the woodworking bench, if you will. Don't rush this process. Don't resist the work that is being done in you before the work outside of you can ever be noticed. 
It's all, all of it. Nobody ever told me this. I didn't have a Christian life coaching for weight loss, pouring this like a stain onto my exterior. This is all for a purpose, and soon you're going to be finished. Soon you'll be finished if you endure the pain and the difficulty with humility. Because pride will not bend. Pride will not allow God to sculpt you into his mass production. Pride, Pride will keep you in the mass production of what the world wants to have happen. You must humbly position yourself to be shaped and molded in the way that God needs to shape and mold you. So endure the pain and difficulty with humility and expectancy in God's outcome, okay? This is not about weight loss. This is about God's outcome, how he is positioning you to be a beautiful instrument. You are one of a kind, uniquely being transformed. Uniquely, he must shape you and prepare you, okay? He must do this all at a internally before you will ever look externally different. And the more you stay on the journey, the closer you are to being painted, to being stained with his blood, with being strung, and then eventually played. So position your heart of faith daily. Focus your intentions not on what you on what you will or won't eat today or will, what you can and can't eat in this season of, of your life <clears throat> or what you must just drudge through so that you can eat it to lose weight. No, place your heart and intentions at his, disposable, at his disposal so that you can be prepared to be used for his kingdom, to be played as his masterpiece, as his instrument to go out and witness Your transformation, your new shape will be the exact thing that captures somebody's attention. That is what you're being shaped. God will use what was meant for your harm, the way that your body was made unhealthy. Let him make you healthy from the inside out. It takes time. It takes um, um, chiseling. It takes sanding. It It takes sculpting, all of it. This is how you are being prepared to be used for his kingdom. I never knew that my obedience would lead me here. That God was sculpting me from the inside out. That he would, that he would one day use me to reach you as his instrument. Do you see that? But he did. I gave him my hunk of flabby ugliness that I thought could not be transformed into anything beautiful. I gave that to him. And I released the outcome of being shaped into something beautiful. I released it and I just put myself on the master's table. I was sick of seeking to be mass produced like everybody else to just chase a number on the scale, to just look good in a swimsuit, to just try the next diet and instead I died to all of it in order to become whom he needed me to become. My desire now and my heart's desire for you is to just become his masterpiece for his glory. Right now, I just want to help you 
to do the same thing. So I encourage you. I know how hard this is. I know how much the hurting, how much the sanding hurts. I know how much the chiseling hurts. I know how much you just want to stand up and be see a reflection in the mirror of the finished product. But he needs you internally to be transformed, to be prepared, to be strengthened. Because when you go out and, and become a witness, he needs you to be strong enough at that Christmas table to obediently just eat the right things because your obedience will witness. He needs you to be strong enough to go to the winery where all your friends are drinking wine and you order whatever you order to be a witness to that woman at the table who desperately wants to give up the alcohol. He needs you to go out there and be transformed from the girl who used to be heavy to now the girl who's one day shopping in the middle of a store and a friend from high school sees you and says, I don't recognize you. You look different. God needs you to be an instrument of different, not mass-produced anymore. He wants to sculpt you and mold you and chisel you and sand you and shape you and clamp you. Nothing on this journey will be easy because you are on the master's table. God is creating an instrument for his use through you. It requires that you stay still, that you stay here, that you allow him. So stay here on the woodworking table where it hurts because God is working on you, in you, for you, for his kingdom. He is shaping you to become his masterpiece, even in weight loss.